Hey everyone, this episode of Who Gave Us a Mic is brought to you by our friends and sponsor from sunny Florida, Reef and Real Performance Fishing. Follow them on their exciting Instagram at, at Reef and Real and check out their website, reefandreel.com. That's R E E F A N D R E E L. Com, your one-stop shop for top-of-the-line performance fishing apparel and accessories. They offer UPF 50 performance shirts, hats, face gaiters, sunglasses, coolers and drinkware, rods, reels, knives, and other fishing tackle, grills, top-of-the-line customer service, and also fast shipping. As they say, for days and nights on the sea and sand, Reef and Reel is more than a brand, it's a lifestyle. Again, this is brought to you by Reef and Reel. Check them out on IG at Reef and Reel. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Gave Us a Mic. I'm Adam Harris, along with my tolerable co-host, Mr. Ken Miller. People only come listen because of me, let's face it. Dude, that's such bullshit. You keep saying you're the talent for this whole thing, and I have not found a single thread of evidence on why you are. Uh, my phone was playing. Um, I mean, let's be serious. You don't bring much to the table. I mean, I'm charming, I'm good-looking, I'm intelligent, I'm well-spoken, like I have What's all, huh? None of the above. None of the above. I that's false. Should I crack another truly, or should I crack a flying dog pumpkin? The flying dog pumpkin beer, um, which is the one that we had Saturday while we were watching the Izzy fight. The fight was disgusting, but yeah. UFC 253. Um, yeah, that thing was dog shit. I would not drink that if I were you. Uh, I didn't mind it. Is it called the Fear? Well, let me look. I think it's called the fear. The fear. I don't think it's what it's called. <laughs> I bet you it's called the fear, everybody. It's actually exactly what it's called. Thank you. Again, the intelligent one on this podcast. So for what all of you listening. a stupid name for a pumpkin ale. <laughs> yeah, because I, I fear drinking I it because I fear it's going to taste awful. Well, the only reason it tastes not is awesome. that awesome because it's 9%. Dude, and you know what else? Anything ready here? I'm going to read you a little description off of the um, actual website, which uh, God forbid that Flying Dog ever is like, hey, you guys do a great podcast. We love to partner with you. But here's what it says. I'm just going to read you one sentence. Brewed with a massive 300-pound haul of locally sourced pumpkin meat. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds gross. <laughs> I don't want to drink pumpkin meat. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting that it's probably some point of the inside of the uh, hauled out pumpkin. Uh, maybe yeah, I would like think that's what it means. Bro, but do not say pumpkin meat. Like it doesn't make it doesn't really like get the senses going. We're like, man, really? They should have just took a uh, a commercial of me on Saturday because I think that's the one that put me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just. We're not, uh, we're not gonna get into that about the. Um, your poor performance it's on Saturday. A video of me throwing my phone through a wall. I just want to know though the uh, PR, the marketing person, whatever is like. You know, let, let's put this on the website because you know I, I really want to think about it. I'm I'm saying this, like, all right, Kathy, think about this. You're driving home after a long day of work in HR in your cubicle, and you come home and what do you think of? You go, hmm, I really want some flying dog fear because I really want that pumpkin meat in my mouth. Who the fuck thinks that's a good idea? Like. I'm surprised you don't like it. Anywho, I was uh, I, I just based off of that fear, sheer fact, I don't want to uh, drink that ever again. 
Yeah, I mean, you think after Saturday I wouldn't want to. That was kind of a, a debacle, but. Um, your words, not mine. And, well, to be fair, that was towards the end of the night. This is, like, my second drink, so it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, but, you know, all, you know, what is that? The um, path to hell is paved with good intentions. Is that what it is? So I don't know. I think, You're the, I think the uh, path to drunken stupor probably leads with the best intentions of, oh, it's only 9%, it'll only be my second one. I'm sure I'll be all right. What a time to pull my phone through a wall, too, as I'm selling this house. I'm, it wasn't going to bring that up, but yeah, you did throw your phone <laughs> against the wall because for everybody listening, we were watching a UFC. To be fight. fair, no, uh, my brother was locked no me fair. on my phone for three hours. No, first off, here's what happened. I'm just going to blame him. Oh, no, I'm going to try to paint a very uh, vivid picture. Um, w- there's three of us. It was me, Kenny, and his brother, Colton, who some of you probably heard on this podcast. And uh, we were watching the fight, got done with the fight. We proceed to, you know, play some, what do you call it, like a round-robin Madden tournament. Um, so during that, we were, obviously had some music playing on the background through the PlayStation. It was connected through Kenny's phone. And at that point, somebody was like, hey, let me change up the music. Kenny gave his phone to Colton. At that point, Colton asked Kenny, hey, what's your password? Kenny goes, it's, what was it, Stonefly? Which, to be fair, no, 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 no. I forgot I changed the password like the day before. No, 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 don't, there's no, I'm going to go through this entire rendition of the story. So first off, anybody listening, there's either a four digit Dude, letter if you grew password up in the world or a six. You know you can do letters on the fucking. Okay, no, 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 I, I agree, but that wasn't what I was getting at. You either have four or you have six. This yeah, one eventually stops. But why the fuck do you make it an eight-letter thing if there's only six you can enter? So it was easier to remember Stoneflaw instead of Stone F. Okay. Right. Anyways, so Colton goes to Kenny. Hey, Ken. Um, you know this doesn't work. Kenny, in his usual tone towards people, you dumb piece of shit. I told you what it was. It's not my usual tone towards people. It's just my little brother, and he was being a dick. Okay, that's your tone towards the majority of people. <laughs> the majority of my friends. If I'm nice to you, people. that means I don't really like you. No, if you're nice to people, listen, if you're nice to people, you're usually trying to sell them something. So, <laughs> anyways, Kenny belittling his brother. His brother keeps going, what is your password? Colton keeps trying under basically Kenny's direction. And at some point, you know, Kenny starts um, uttering... Uh, more belittling, belittling comments, and uh, Kenny grabs it, says "fuck you both." And this was after he locked me out for three hours. <laughs> and I do have to say, I don't know if you recall this or not, but you actually tried yourself a couple times, and you couldn't get it either. <laughs> I forgot. I mean, soberly, I would have forgot that too, because I always do the face thing. <laughs> it, I, I, I still, it was. Too fucking funny. Too funny. Um, yeah, and I mean, in I guess I'll give you a little bit of defense is the fact that you and I, it was basically like the Super Bowl on Saturday. Because uh, Izzy was yeah, fighting Cotton. Izzy Scott, might be the best striker. He's probably the best striker in the UFC right now. Well, it was absolutely disgusting. He picked apart Costa. Yeah, it was and almost embarrassing. He was so quick and he was so methodical and he was so, so accurate. Nasty. Which he basically said at the beginning. He's like, yo, everybody has power. He's like, I am so accurate and so quick. You're not going to know what's coming. So he went just off on Costa. And Costa had no idea for it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But, I mean, he called out afterwards. He said that he wants to fight, what's his name, Jared Cannonier, that's fighting Whitaker at, I think it's UFC yeah, uh, like, 254. I just don't think he has a chance. Is that even a fight, though? I mean, Cannonier is, what, the th- number three ranked contender in that entire thing. And yeah, I don't he's also 37. I mean, Izzy's what? I think 30? Is he 30? I don't even think he's sturdy. I don't think. I mean, he kickboxed forever, though. Dude, a lot of those guys do. That's why, I mean, he's probably only had, what, like six fights actually in the. uh, He's 31. But, yeah, he he basically, yeah, just picked apart him. And then he's going to fight Cannonier, which, I mean, it's Whitaker versus Cannonier, which, I mean, I think Whitaker might beat him. Because I think Whitaker's a fucking. He just beat him. He's still a beast. Right. What was it, two months ago? Yeah, uh, Yeah, he's still a beast. Yeah, and I think Whitaker's number two in that division. Well, I mean, he's, not gonna a, be, uh, he's not going to be. He's not going to be. Oh, what's him call it? He's like, even if he wins, he's not going to come be Izzy. Like, no chance. Probably not. But I thought the um, even more than that fight, like I saw fucking Izzy beating Costa. I just thought it was going to be a little bit closer because I thought Costa would actually be able to like couldn't match do anything. His, he literally couldn't even throw punches. I just thought he would just. It would almost be like one of those where he just needed one big one. To just knock him out. And mm-hmm. he never did. So, the one that was actually, I thought, even more telling was that Reyes versus, what's that guy's name? Blockowitz? Blockowitz? Uh, I don't know. He's a beast, though. He's 37. And he got fuck. He he crushed Reyes for the, uh, was that the light heavyweight title? Which so Reyes looked Reyes? like shit. Small. Dude, he looked like shit. Whenever he fought Jones, and, I mean, he there was a lot of people saying that he might have actually beat Jones. Which, where were you and I at? I, I think we were... We were fucking somewhere because we couldn't watch that fight. Because I remember somebody texting. Was it me and you or something like that? Like, what was going on? Or was that maybe I didn't see it? Mm, I have no idea. I've seen so many fights that I just don't remember anymore. But anyway, so uh, he didn't look bad versus Bones. And then fucking this one, he just looked like shit. But the best part was to so the guy that won uh, Blockowitz. Blockowitz? I don't – he's – I couldn't even tell you how to pronounce that name. He Some challenged – Oh, yeah, he challenged Bones Jones. He's like, come on, I'm right here, right here waiting for you and everything like that. And I just thought it was kind of naive and or he didn't really know what was going on. Because, I mean, you think Jones wants to fight that guy? He's be like, wow, I'm going to get how many you know, pay-per-view view, pay-per-views on this thing, subscription? Yeah, really, He's not going to make I mean, any money. He hasn't tried at lightweight for, what, three years now? He hasn't even had to try? Yeah, and this dude's like 37 years old. He's not going to get all the clicks for anything like that. He's not a giant pool. Bones be like, why the fuck no. would I fight him? I mean, I think he's going to fight Stipe. Which will be yeah, disgusting. I think it'll be a good fight. Disgusting. Yeah, I don't think they announced a date, though. I think they were trying to talk about doing by the end of the year. But Really? Yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of crazy, though, considering that, you know, we're almost pretty much into October. I know. Yeah, that'll be pretty, we'll basically have Khabib. Gaethje, and then right after that, Bones Jones and uh, Stipe. Did you see the fucking um, Bones Jones went after Izzy on uh, Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He's just, he's just trying to sell flights, that's all. <laughs> he literally like four things he posted on his Twitter. And he's like about Izzy. He's like, dye my hair pink, grow a pair of breasts, convince the world jo- John Jones is jealous, even though he's undefeated, incredibly successful, and the youngest champion in sports <laughs> history. <laughs> and then he goes, number four, mention John Jones in all interviews, but avoid fighting him at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> Jones has some pretty good one-liners. 
Yeah, I was cracking up. And then he just calls him literally a straight bitch. Dude, isn't there a fight this Saturday that's absolute poop? Um, I'm trying to think. What is that UFC fight night? Uh, I don't know if there. Uh, yeah, it was uh, the Holly Holmes fight. Yeah, I have no desire to see that at all. None. No, I don't. I don't even know. It. Like I said, uh, Jermaine Duranamy is, is on the uh, main card, and she's at least entertaining. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty. You know, I think she's pretty talented. Dude, she's an absolute beast. Yeah, and she just lost recently to who was it? Oh, Amanda Nunez. Well, I mean, but nobody's beating her. Yeah, but she went five rounds versus her to decision. I mean, that's that's still pretty. I mean, yeah, respectable. I would at least say. Oh, that's definitely respectable. I mean, nobody else does. Everybody else yeah. just gets pieced. You go five rounds with Nunez. I mean, that's yeah, that's some pretty tall timber. Yeah, Jim, uh, what's her face is a beast, dude. That is no, the one was remember the last one she fought, um, that Felicia Spencer chick. Um, it was at Fight Island, I think. And remember that was the chick that looked like he just pulled her out of a minivan before like soccer practice. I was like, what? This chick's a UFC fighter, Felicia Spencer. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know she is. She, she was, was off for a long time. She blew her knee out. Who? Uh, that Felicia Spencer chick? Yeah, she was out for forever for like. Oh a yeah, year but and still, you could just she looked. You were like, oh, you don't look like you're a like you see Nunez. You're like you look like a killer. That chick looks like, oh, you bake cupcakes. Well, I mean, she lost in 30 seconds, so. No, she actually made it to a decision. Wait, all five rounds with her. Same people? Yes. Felicia. What's her, what's her last name? Spencer. They fought in June. Oh, no. I'm thinking of a completely different Felicia. Felicia, or whatever the hell her name is. Felicia, you um, girl. The one that just fought, she, she blew her knee out in like two seconds, and she got tapped in like two seconds. Or she blew her knee out for like a year and a half. And then she better. got tapped. This was a couple fights ago. Mm. Not the same person. Different. Same first name, different person. But then we've also had the, uh, which I'm sure you're going to love to get into, is we had the entertainment of the Izzy Costa fight. And um, as we're speaking this yesterday, Tuesday, the 29th, we had the first U.S. presidential uh, <laughs> debate. That might as well have been a UFC fight. I mean, oh my God, what a fucking train wreck. I, I don't... I don't know how you feel about it, and I get that you like to see Trump belittling the uh, competition, but I was, at least in my opinion, it was kind of cringeworthy to watch a little bit. I was like, I like oh, when he God. does it in a clever way. Yeah, but him just like screaming basically over top of him. Yeah, when he makes like witty little comments, like jabs that are intelligent, I'm like, all right, that's pretty funny. Like he got one in there. He's obviously like a smarter person or whatever. Like that was funny. It was witty. But whenever he's just like screaming and degrading 24/7, at least in my opinion, it gets like a little old. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. I think the whole thing is a shit show. You had Trump screaming, and then you had Biden, and every time he would lose his train of thought, um, Chris Wallace would literally like guide him politely back on track. (laughs) Yes, um, I will agree that the moderator. They were talking – he asked him a question about masks, and he was talking about something so off the wall. And instead of being a down-the-road uh, moderator, he literally goes uh, – actually, Joe, we were, we were talking about masks. And Joe's like, oh, um, masks. And then he – Listen yeah, to like, scientists. Oh. It's like, what? 
yeah, he, he definitely got a little rant, rant and the guy would definitely pull him in the right direction. Oh, it definitely seemed that the guy I, I don't know if he was trying to like he was on Joe's side from the beginning, like he already had this like preordained like idea like, hey, I like Joe better than Trump. But I think he almost felt like bad for him a little bit. Like he was super sympathetic about the fact Chris that the guy was just getting ran over. Chris Wallace being a huge Democrat would say it was probably in his best interest from the jump. But I, I could see let's that. Let's say it wasn't. Let's just give him the benefit of the doubt and say it wasn't. Once the push came to shove, like I said, he pushed Biden in this direction every time, and then it was basically two on one. Any question yeah. that any question that he knew uh, Trump would hit Biden with, like law enforcement, he would ask Biden seconds so Biden could respond. Any question he knew Biden could really hit Trump with, um, but, he would ask Biden first, or he would ask Biden seconds so Trump couldn't respond. All right, my question to that is: Do you think though that beforehand, but each one of the campaign knows? Each of the campaigns knew the order of the questions and who was going to be able to answer first and second. Absolutely not. He even said to be – I shouldn't say absolutely not. Supposedly, he said – I mean Joe looked much better than he did ever speaking off script. So he was looking down reading a lot as well. I, mean, I didn't uh, think honestly he looked that bad. Like he definitely had some slip ups and stuff like that and a little bit of ranting about stuff and like what? Close to what he usually is when he speaks off the head off his head. Off the oh yeah. Cuff. And you could definitely uh, tell that I will say that the one point, at least in my opinion, that he scripted and he had to have run through numerous times. He was kept looking he, down reading things. Yeah, but also do you remember the point when he was talking about his um uh, son Bo and his uh oh my God, calling totally the scripted. it was totally scripting. He was calling the um people in the army losers. You could tell that it was totally scripted because how emphatic he got and how well rehearsed it was. Like his point of like throwing his hands and actually getting like energetic so about it was definitely a thing where he's like, I need to go after the troops. And a big thing about doing that is I'm standing up for them and not calling them losers. Because, Even you know, though, at that point, uh, he's on video. I mean, literally, <laughs> he's on video saying, You dumb bastards. And supposedly, Trump calling them losers came from. A random person that nobody knows who it is that's close to Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely so like he said, she I mean, said about some of that stuff that you know they both keep sides out. are I, so outrageous on the things they say. It's like, dude, wh- what are you talking about? I don't know what your opinion is, um, but really watching that, I had a hard time sitting there and going, how is anything either one of them saying benefiting me as an American or our country as a whole? I had a hard time sitting there being like. All right, what's true, what's not? Like when uh, – trying to think when Trump said that, I was like that's a blatant lie. But I will say the one the things, the stats that stuck with me is when Biden was like, if you get rid of Obamacare, 100 million people are going to lose health care. It's like, dude, a, a quarter of the population is going to lose health care if you get rid of Obamacare. So you're telling me 25% of Americans are on Obamacare? I find that so hard to believe. Yeah, and I don't know if that's exactly a number that you could – find out because you don't know what secondary system would be put in place to well that was like whenever trump was throwing it's what do you say like it's going to cost us 32 trillion dollars for the uh green new deal and it's like well that was just doing a little recon on it was like well there's never actually any number put onto it 
it's just it was like 200 trillion or 200 billion dollars i was like well there's never really a number put on it It was just like some eh, maybe it could cost this much i mean nobody really knows just a quick google it says it's going to cost between 51 and 93 trillion for the green new deal yeah that's on factcheck.org bruh and the current what debt I mean, I'm not in the u.s is i'm just reading headlines, 18 trillion yeah something current like that. u.s yeah so now this i get it really long so i will preface it by saying i'm not digging through this but it says are the summary findings of holtz eakin whoever that is said it would be between 50 to 93 trillion with some mention of nuances in the report which is and then also with that new green deal green new deal biden said uh it'll create seven million jobs like okay uh number one how do you know that Number two, how many jobs will it kill? Will it be less than seven million? Will it be equal to seven million? Will it be more than seven million? Like, you can't just like it, I mean that is both sides. You can't just throw out bullshit fucking numbers. Well, that's what they do is they throw out the uh, let's just say call it talking points. It's so aggravating. Oh, it is, and it's something where they find the extremist of the thing. Like you said, okay, hey, maybe if everything goes right, there's would you say seven million new jobs that are going to be created? They use that number, and that's their argument. Not like that'll never fucking happen. But like, hey, that's our pie in the sky idea. But like, realistically, it might create a million or two new jobs. Like, that's probably more realistically what it's going to be. Or the fact that it's going to cost us fifty trillion. It, they put it like the two hundred trillion dollar number. That's just so astronomical because so it's insane. the only thing I want to do. It's all extremists left or right. And as an American, like yesterday, you got to think. And I don't know, but if you're a other country out there, right? And we're supposed to be the I mean, pinnacle dude. of intelligence and what people are trying to shoot exactly for. I know exactly where you're going with this, but what is hilarious to me is no one in the U.S. gives a fuck about any other politician in any other country, but every single country feels the need to get involved in our politics and talk. Like, name me one poli- – and I'm not talking about the governments. I'm talking about the actual citizens. Name me a politician. Oh, yeah, from any other country? No, no idea. I mean, what's that guy, Justin Thoreau from Canada, the PM? Canada. I mean, that's, that's it. it's an easy layup because that dude is – so far left, he can't even see it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's right above us, but like, okay, name the Mexican president. Name somebody from the UK that's not a king or queen. What's that? Boris Johnson is the – is he the PM of uh, – I think his Britain? name is actually Boris or Boris or something. I think, I think it's Boris. Yeah, it's Boris Johnson. Uh, like, Wasn't Boris the guy from uh, James Bond? Do you remember yeah. the first one, Goldeneye? Was Boris the guy yeah. that was the, that he uh, helped – was, he other, was her name Natalia? Yeah, Natalia. Yeah. And the only reason I know that dude forever. is is because, one, he looks like Trump, and B, he got COVID. If it wasn't for those two no, things, and, I would um, see. What is the other thing that uh, Great Britain or the UK is proposing? Bressex. Um, he was the big guy that was proposing all of that and everything like that, so he made headlines for that shit. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. that, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what the dude stands for or what he's known for. I have no idea. Yeah, and very, you know what? That's a very everybody from uh, Britain would be like they would have a way in on Trump or Biden. Like it is insane to me. Who like I could not care less about other countries' politics. There was just a time like Maybe last night where like we're so powerful that like it's fine, you know, for the most part. So we don't have to get involved. And everybody else is like, God damn it, we got this maniac in office. Or we got this dude in office who like can't even tie his shoes. Maybe that's why. Well, the other thing that would make me a little bit nervous is uh, 
the nuke the US has the biggest cache of cache cash of uh, nuclear arms out of any country, correct? Oh, I would say probably, yeah. Okay. But I mean, dude, at the end of the day it takes what? One, maybe two. Okay. No, actually, uh, Russia has more than us. Hmm. That's concerning. Dude, I mean, does that matter? At the end of the day, it takes one, maybe two. Oh, no, no, no. I, I completely agree with that. Well, it's just, wow. Jeez. All right. I'm just looking at this, and I don't know how. This is crazy. I don't know how. It's called moneycontrol.com. I don't know how, like, valid this is. But Russia has approximately 6,800 nuclear warheads. The U.S. has 6,200 nuclear warheads. Guess who's number three? I don't know, China? Nope. China's four. This, you'd like never that. guess this. Who would you, when you think of, oh, God, wimpy kind of countries? Uh, wimpy countries. Yeah, like very, like, France? passive. Yeah. See, look. We should probably Pictionary together. France <laughs> is number three. <laughs> but guess how many they have. So the U.S. has 6,200. Russia has 6,800. Uh, probably 30. 300. Like You're getting 30. close on this. I can, you know, look at you. But you know, it's just a crazy like delta between the two numbers. You go from 6,200 to 300. But again, I mean, like, I mean, how many, how many do you really need? I feel like uh, one, you wipe out a whole country. I mean, we stopped uh, World War II with two. And think about what that could do now. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. I'm, I'm assuming that the technology and those things would be um, infinitely better than they were in the 40s. Well, yeah, I would definitely think so. But I do have to say, after watching it last night, ah. Uh, it's kind of, in my opinion, it's kind of upsetting that out of 350 million people in this U.S., it's like, oh, we have these two? Just like how they're sitting up there talking. I'm like, come on, man. Like, it's hard to get on one side or the other and actually, like, firmly believe in it. It's more of like, well, I like this I wonder, guy. I wonder how different Trump would be if he wasn't attacked so much in the media. Like, if he had, let's say, three news channels that actually had his back instead of, like, just fabricating stories like the one i just said where cnn posted somebody close to trump told us he called troops losers and it's like all right well <clears throat> who was it well we heard of somebody close to him or when the uh he was calling it the chinese virus and then cnn was like somebody close to us said he called it the kung flu virus it's okay well, like who and before they they have a whole week of running it big and loud in everybody's face and then they take it back a week later and they put it on like page 47 in small print, which is just an overwhelming sign. Our entire media is beyond horrendous. It's well, I don't think it's beyond horrendous. At this point. It's almost disgraceful. Well, I that's for all the media. I don't know if it's disgraceful, it's disgraceful. And or, but no, but they're just they're pushing their views because there is approximately only seven percent of the uh, reporters or media. A Republican, seven. I know ninety-three percent of our So, and they and also get paid based off of clicks on how much they piss people off. It's insane. Oh yeah, I don't know if you and I've talked about this one before, but I wish there was a news outlet that just paid like posted facts. Like this is what's going on. Here it is. You formulate your own opinion. And, the problem uh, is they, don't, they won't make enough money because they're not stirring, stirring, stirring up enough hate. And I mean, I will have uh, to say is that one of the sites that is kind of unbiased is uh wikipedia which is crazy which i think you and i might hit on this last time post anything on it really yeah i don't know how much structure I mean, there's and or yeah, i know because 
Colt was my brother was going back and forth with a Bengals fan posting shit. He, the Bengals fan would post shit in Big Ben's bio, and he <laughs> post shit in the Bengals quarterback's bio for the entire season last season. Yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, sometimes there's be, like Big Ben has a little dick, and then he'd be like, "Your quarterback is fat." Like they were just posting the most outrageous things back and forth and the bio Wikipedia Wikipedia, so it's kinda hard to trust that. Yeah, and just the, you're right, but I wish there was something that was just an outlet that actually just gave yeah. you the facts. Because sitting there like last night and you can't even get an idea on what the views of either one of these presidents are because like Trump did it on climate control, right? And the guy's like trying to pin him down an answer and he goes, We need to remove the leaves out of the forest. And I get what he's talking about, like in California. Sure, I think he's talking about controlled burns. No, no, no. And also getting rid of all the leaves. There's not as much tinder on the floor so yeah. that there's not as I, – I agree with that. But controlled burns. Like it's not that complicated to talk through. No, it, it's not. But whenever it's like that's your answer for climate control, it's like mm, – you know what I mean? Like come on, elaborate. Like what do you really think? What are you trying to do? What's your initiatives? What do you want to change? Like obviously fossil fuels aren't dependable for the rest of eternity. How do you want to change that? How do you want to navigate to something else? Like, okay. Like, do you believe yeah. that humans have any effect? And he did answer that. He's like, yes, humans play a part on yeah, climate change. I would say my takeaways are, one, when Trump called out Biden for his son taking millions from Ukraine, which is, I mean, obviously fucking true. I don't care what side you stand on. It's obviously true. And then yeah, and the whole thing was like, he didn't directly true. take it. It was the company Dude. that he was co-founder of, correct? I don't that got the fuck. money. You tell me that dipshit. There's no way that dude's smart. There's just no way that dude's smart. You tell me that dipshit yeah, made millions without his daddy in office. Dude, please. And that brings me to my another point. And this isn't even a Republican Democrat thing. I think all of those pieces of shit should get taken out of office that are career politics. Like, Joe Biden released his uh, taxes for the last 22 years. Like, dude, cool. It came from us. You were just telling me how much taxes you paid off of my tax money. Yeah, it's pretty much like, like he was like him and his everybody. wife had, what, $945,000 worth of income? Uh, so you paid $945,000. You made $945,000 and you paid, what, 20% in taxes? Yeah, it was like 200K. So you took our tax money and then paid the tax money back to the tax. Like, So the then it's like a vicious cycle. That, on both sides. Oh my god, does that fucking piss me off? What also pisses me off is uh, is yeah, uh, yeah. which we call it the Supreme Court. Like you know, because they're arguing about that right now, and everybody's <clears throat> people are arguing about left and right, left and right. What we should be arguing about is the fact that these pieces of shit are sitting. And I don't mean pieces of shit as like they're all bad people. I mean pieces of shit of like I can't believe they took advantage of the system this hard. That they're still they can sit on a Supreme Court chair until they die. Yeah, there's no way that should be able you to happen. You know how outrageous that is. <laughs> like that is so outrageous. Between career politicians, which I don't think our founding fathers ever wanted such thing as a career politician, but here we are. We had somebody who's been in office for almost fifty years running. I mean, it's insane. Mitt Romney's still in office. Dude ran for president like eight years ago. <laughs> like it is crazy to me. And instead of people talking about that, they just keep talking about Republican or Democrat. You know, and I, I think it's a great point. You think about all the Supreme Court justices and uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was what nominated to the highest court in like, I think it was 93. 
because it was right like Clinton's like first term. And uh, so she was on there for 27 years. Yeah. Now, whenever Dude, the same happened, thing with the, the, the woman Trump's about to. Uh, well, she's in her 50s, isn't she? Yeah, it's not that old. No, 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 but what I'm, no, no but that's not what I was getting years. at. Was I was saying is that, for instance, when you get nominated 27 years ago, you're dealing with – you're playing in the common courts, right? And you're dealing with a lot of regular people and everything like that. So you know how everybody's feeling and what's actually going on in the world. I feel like you're very isolated. Now, this could be wrong. Oh, yeah, once you're like, removed. Well, yeah, you're very isolated once you get nominated to the Supreme Court. So if you're there for 27 years, do you really have a feel for what's going on with the people and what is currently going on in our social climate? No. I don't think you do. I feel like you're a lot – you're too far removed in your opinions and what you believe 27 years ago. And I'm just obviously using By this the as way, an example. Do you know who pays for this shit? Us. Oh, yeah. We're paying for these so, people that are far removed just because they're a Republican or Democrat. Yeah, the fact that – and when – Joe says, you know, vote for who you want so then we can appoint a Supreme Court justice. I don't understand, too, at some point, and I don't know, like I said, I've never studied the Declaration of Independence, but if every other official in our government is pretty much elected, why is it that, you know, pointing judges that make the actual laws? Yeah, why can't we vote for who we deem should be actually in that position? And why can't those Mm -hmm. people have to Mm -hmm. every. Four years have to be have the their job in line. That you have a, somebody running that's been in office for fifty years, and everybody's cool with it makes me want to put my head against the wall. Yeah, and I mean, I think again, should also be. It's in not just a Democrat thing. Oh my God, there should be definitely an age limit. Just like you can't be so young, you shouldn't be able to be ninety years old. And Both I mean, of them are seventies. What shit too? I know. He's seventy three. Biden's seventy eight. Biden just looks older because his face has been pulled back so many goddamn times. But, but Trump's those, up there too. That neither one of those guys should be in. Like, how much do you really know? They're like those, their creepy uncle you had at the party who always had hard candy in his fucking pocket that wanted you to sit on his lap. Like, you're like, hmm, yeah. you that you're that person, but you want to fucking make decisions for this country? Like, I just think there needs to be a total reform of how we nominate or elect officials and the criteria on how long they can stay and the. Dude, it just drives me insane. It does, but nobody wants to talk about that. It's either the left or the right, not I mean, age. Look at. I'm just just take. I'll, I'll just take uh, just so people don't think I'm playing uh, the Republican side too much. Because I mean, as you know, I'm very conservative some ways. In some ways, I do not fly with that shit either. I would say I'm pretty moderate actually. If you take like my social issues mm-hmm. versus my economic and military issues, I'd say I'm pretty damn down the middle. Yeah, because Republicans are like, this is how you should live your life and everything else like that. Yeah, Democrats are like, hey, live your life, do whatever the fuck you want, which I'm a firm believer but in. Also, we do want big f- government, which I can't deal with that. No, I think, you know, live your life. If that makes you happy and you want to do whatever the fuck you want, go do it. If it doesn't affect you, give a Kind of like libertarians. Yeah, so right in the – go ahead, do that. But I also don't think that having more government – because the government is basically – the no. democratic agenda Just is – Name me one program the government does and you're like, wow, they did a fucking bang-up job. Dude, they literally had the post um, postal service, which was a complete monopoly. Nobody else delivered mail, and they are almost fucking going bankrupt. Okay, mm-hmm. they actually are going bankrupt and need f- more federal funding. They're the only people that can deliver mail, and they're going out of business. Like, <sighs> tell me how the fuck that happens. So I just think that the Democratic Party wants to basically, it's like standardized testing. 
right? They take the dumbest person, I guess, and they cater that testing to that. And that's what they want to implement as government is they take the lowest level and they try to cater the entire government to it. And they try to make decisions based off of that for everybody. And they try to put all the square pegs into one hole. And that's not fair. It shouldn't fucking happen. That's not fucking the best way Dude, to govern everybody. I was just talking to somebody about um, healthcare, and they're like, everybody should have have free healthcare. Like, everybody should have healthcare. It's goggling right. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, have you seen the way our government runs healthcare for our <laughs> veterans? I agree. No, yeah, like, let's you just start there. People that literally risk their life and limb so that we yeah. can have freedoms here. And they can't and even there's people. It. The yeah, who have to wait six months that are dying waiting to get fucking proper health care. Yeah, maybe. I mean, do you, do I think maybe that the government should step in and put a couple regulations on the fact that you know they shouldn't be able to charge eight thousand dollars for an MRI? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, little tinkering, putting some laws that you know. The fact that UPMC, for anybody listening outside of Pittsburgh, is a nonprofit and their top ranking um, executives make makes hundreds so of millions of dollars. Money. And but you're a nonprofit and you're serving. How, how does that happen? Now I get it. Your job's stressful and you probably have a lot of shit to deal with. But you're telling me at some point you can't be like, hmm, you're mm-hmm. a nonprofit and we're trying to provide health care for everybody. Do you really need to make a hundred million dollars a year? Would you be happy with ten million dollars a year? Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I think kind of some influx of that in the government probably wouldn't be a bad thing. A little bit of help, yes. Complete control over it, no. Nuts. Trust me. I feel like we should just do a uh, segment of you give me this flying dog the fear, and then I just tell you about what grinds my gears for the week. I like it. I like. It. Does it? Does it? Um, the fear bring the worst of you out? I think it just gets me fired up and going. Like, dude, here's a Republican. I pulled up Lindsey Graham. Everybody knows who Lindsey Graham is. The dude's been in some type of office since 2003. He's running for re-election to his fourth term in 2020. That's. Yeah. Literally Fine. 17 years later. Way too much. No, I mean, if you want to have a Way senator, too what, much. what are senator terms? Four years? And then um, four. House? It's just like and then House or two? Okay, like if you... Um, I don't know what the House are. I can't remember. I thought it was every two years. I don't know. Um, but anyways, I mean, I'm sure I, before I we get that. too much of a tangent on this, you know what I mean, and go fucking down this rabbit hole, because I'm pretty sure you and I could talk for the next hour about oh. this. I'll be fucking... Let me show you my plus. top takeaways from the debate. It'll take okay. two seconds. So the one I would say uh, Trump screamed way too much and looked like mm-hmm. he was out of fucking control. I mean that was he looked outrageous. like a, he looked manic. Yeah, it was outrageous. He was so fired up. It was like, dude, all right, it's like stop blowing lines in the back. Like, what did you do? And you know what the problem yeah. with that is? And my point to that is, is that whenever he faced Hillary, Hillary kind of would like match his energy level a little bit. Biden is so too, soft-spoken, like he can't that, tie his shoes. Just yeah, like, so slow it down. The, it makes over the himself. gap too big yeah so whenever you try plus to there's that, no audience like anytime he makes a one-liner versus hillary like people are laughing there's nobody laughing there and body can barely chew gum and walk at the same time so like, <laughs> but also Biden, you could tell where that trump would start talking and biden was like i have this line memorized let me work through this line i'm gonna block yeah, oh, up yeah. shit and just say it so that there wasn't like the normal like trump says something the person stops like what did you just say yeah he literally and, couldn't come back with it it was just like memorized uh, point basically Marco Rubio when uh, uh when he was running for the um, what you call it the uh, Republican nomination yeah. yeah remember he he just like memorized lines and yeah. like but Chris Christie was obviously way better at debating than Trump so he just made him look like an idiot 
All right, so that's one. Trump was way too um, um, high energy. Oh way too high energy. And then uh, two, he, it was they were like, I mean, it kind of wasn't fair because both of them were going at the same time, and um, Chris Wallace was like, "You need to denounce white supremacy." And do you, and then Biden was like screaming, denounce the Proud Boys. And then Chris Wallace was like, denounce so and so. And then Trump was like, what are you naming this? Like, what name? I'll, I'll denounce what name? What name? Mm-hmm. Because they had seven different names. And he was like, yeah, uh, stand down. Like, we'll, we'll walk away from the election. Horrendous choice of words in today's day and age. All he had to say was, yeah, dude, just announce them all. Fucking move on. Like, no, just, he said he, no. It wasn't even the stand down part. It was the standby. Standby, yeah. And that was the standby horrible, people that fucking got everybody up in arms because like, are is it like our military? Do they stand by for the next ride so that it, dude, it's fucking just clickbaity bullshit that people fucking oh hang up one thing. That's what I'm saying. And they only hear what they want to hear. That's what I said. It was basically two on one. <laughs> and he said stand down, stand by. And he and, said, uh, and it was basically imagine putting a comma or end of the period, and he goes. We need to do something about Antifa. That's what we need to do. And it was, yeah, and people no, started extrapolating it into like, oh, he wants the Proud Boys to go after Antifa and cause a war. And he's like, never. That wasn't even close to what he was actually trying close. to do. But again, that's just left versus right. And nobody can fucking see past their blinders because, you know, I'll I just, agree. And I'll I think there was, there was a lot of Republicans who were also going like, come on, Trump. You had a softball put up there for you that softball. you could have just said, denounce them all. And he fucked up. He fucked yeah. up. He should have fucking been like, look, yeah, the white supremacist, the proud voice, like, yeah, they're not good. That's not healthy. We can't have that in this country. Yeah. And that's all you do. And walk yeah. away from I mean, both of them were just screaming at him. Yeah. Like, I mean, if that was me, I mean, this is why I'll never be in office. If that was me, I look at them both, but like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were just screaming in his face. Um, so that's two. That's three. Yeah. So I would say that was a very good point for biden mm-hmm. that trump looked bad um biden looked more presidential but like i don't really think that matters hillary is way more composed than trump was oh yeah a, a lot more uh, catered and a lot more what's kind of the word refined i guess would be the word yeah, yeah definitely he, how biden carried himself where he was very well spoken didn't um raise his voice and was very um calm demeanor for the majority of it i think people like that because i think people get terrified of the fact that if their leader is let's say emotional or gets worked up about stuff then they feel that same thing and it kind of you know trickles down same thing as like if your boss freak is freaking out at work you're like oh shit should i freak out so they like a calm hand to kind of like oh well if he's calm then i'm okay i will say what i do really fucking hate is when they uh they like turn and look. I hate being like p- pander to when Where they turn to the camera directly oh and go, God, you fucking you need to go that. to we vote or whatever that website yeah, was right now. And people were like eating it like spoofing. Like, literally somebody was like, you should look when you say this word, you should look in the camera. It's going to resonate with the American people. Mm-hmm. How do you not pick up on that pandering? Oh, yeah. That's the shit. Exactly. I don't. Like, and I have to say the one thing it looked like was he looked like he was in his commercials the entire time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh that God, was it, like verbatim, that? like the That's like what like, most politicians are on both mm-hmm. sides. It's just mm-hmm. so fake and gross and slimy and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because is that really what you believe? So, or are you just saying I that absolutely hate my vote? That, but I guarantee you that looked good to people because people. Oh, yeah. Man, like, look, he's looking at me through a screen and he's trying to address me. And he did say stuff, a lot of things that probably resonated with a lot of American people. Mm-hmm. Like, 
all of you watching right now, sitting there, and this loved one who's died from COVID isn't there anymore. And there's 200,000 fucking people in the U.S. You can't deny that, that have died from COVID. So at some point, that somebody's like, wow, man, he gets me. This president understands. Yeah, so I get it. I mean, it makes sense. It's worked for fucking, what, 240, 50 years while they've had television. So I get it. Yeah, I, I like I can't stand that. To me, mm-hmm. that's just like I actually hate when people do that, and it's like uh, it's so fake and gross and slimy. It's very like condescending, so condescending. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that I'm as much as I hate it, and I'm talking down to it. I would actually say that one more point because you know there's so many people out there like yes, Joe, yep. yes, I would agree. Great performance. Um, which I and there's hate. a lot of people that you know right now are scared. There, I mean the unemployment rates sky high right now. Um, mm-hmm. people are out of jobs. I think, you know, like we talked about, I think 40% of just in PA, um, renters are up for eviction at the end of the year. So there's a lot of people that are nervous and they don't know. So they get that, that it's comforting for them and they like to hear stuff like that. So I get it in a time of uncertainty to have somebody that's calm, cool and collective sitting up there, even if it's complete bullshit, just trying to get your vote. It yeah, might it was, you sleep I mean, better at night. The fact that like, I just don't get how people like look at talking points and staring at like obvious t- talking points. And this is for every single election. Like if you vote Ken Miller, I sure will create jobs in your region. And then you just smile into the camera and people are like, I-, I believe him. I really believe him. Well, it's the fucked like, up thing oh, is, I mean, those people have, um, so many different. What's that movie? Oh God, with uh, did you watch it? Oh, what's the guy from fucking uh, The Office? Oh no, you told me to watch. It. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't fuck. I, from, I didn't watch it. Yes, yeah, Steve Carell. Um, which I fucking it was so satirical. God, I have to fucking think of it. it was, oh, it's called Irresistible. So, anyways, but it's basically a political satire thing about this entire fucking uh, state that just fucks with them. And these two people come in from the left and the right trying to get their political guys to vote. Mm. And all the shit they do behind scenes to try to win a vote, and all their polling groups. Where I mean, yeah, like you said, the guys like I'm gonna win back jobs. The fucked up thing is that was re- written with a certain amount of statistics put into about which words are going to really hit with people and the keywords so that they can get the most votes. I mean, nothing that comes out of, I mean, besides Trump, because I think half the time he doesn't even, even know the word that's going to come out of his mouth next. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, most politicians, the script they're reading from has been tested and gone through fucking... No. Uh, but, like, how people can't pick up on that boggles my mind, dude. It's so gross. Because you know why, though? It's like one of those things, and I always say this. It's like about the fucking Matrix, right? Remember that scene in the um, – where they're at the restaurant, and the one guy, the bald head dude with the mustache, is sitting there. He's eating a steak, and he knows it's not actually steak. And he's like, but I don't care. I just want to believe it's steak. Because <laughs> these people are – that's so a true. lot of people. They don't want to question a lot of things, and they just want to go about their life and just move forward. And they want to know that – you know what I mean? Feel comfortable with the president there, and he's going to take care of all their issues. And they don't want to question things. They just want to be like, look, he's going to get jobs. And I get that. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that just want to sit there and they want to take the blue pill, whatever fucking it is, where they don't question reality and they just see everything's in front of them and they go, hmm, why? There's nothing wrong with that if that's how your brain takes. And those probably motherfuckers sleep eight hours a night. And they wake <laughs> no up doubt. and they're happy and they're perfect. Dude, I'm super fucking jealous of that. I know people that be like, yeah, man, I'll go to bed. I fall right asleep and I wake up yeah, and life's great. Totally. And I'm like, 
Wow, I'm did like, you see the way Donald shit on Joe? And then the other half, did you see the way Joe was so composed yeah. and stared into that camera when he was yeah. being attacked? So, no. Um, anyway. So, I think that it was a... Other half table, huh? Uh, you have another one? That's three. But that was for Joe's side. Okay, you have three more? Down the middle. Okay. Um. So, Trump had some hilarious one-liners, by the way. Hilarious. But, um, one, he got Joe to denounce the Green New Deal and said he would not support it, who his running mate... Camille is all about. <laughs> yeah, she's on the bill. And he called um, it... It's not the... Green New Deal anymore. He said, I support the... Is it the Biden plan or the Biden deal? Yeah, but he just kept saying the Biden plan. Which, hey, first off, is that even a fucking thing? Has anybody even heard about no. this before? Or was no. this on stage where Biden's like, I have a Biden plan? What, what's the He's Biden plan? Um, yeah, what's it, what's it going to be? Like, oh, hey, um, we're, we're going to give everybody some uh, Duracell batteries. Save the, uh, well. Basically, he literally said, we're going to stop these energies and then we're going to turn them into this energy plant. And it's going to create 7 million jobs. What? Uh, okay, that's not even the point. The point was Trump got him to say no to uh, Green New Deal, which – do you know how many far-left people want Biden? <laughs> which Trump I, – I have to say it was kind of fucking funny. A couple times that happened, and Trump looks at him and goes, oh, you lost the far-left. <laughs> really which I thought was a, was a solid move. Yeah, because um, you got to think about it. As soon as he said that, then the far-left's like, wait, what did Biden just say that I should be worried about? Because maybe if Biden says something, you're not really paying attention. You might be like, oh, okay, whatever, cool, do, 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 do. Then all of a sudden you're like, huh, wait, what actually yeah. happened? Should I be nervous? Which leads me to my one question, and I'll, then I'll get to my other two points. My one question is, you know, Trump, I mean, say what you want. The dude's a marketing genius. Mm-hmm. Whether you hate him or love him, he's a marketing genius. So could it be something that he was like, I'm, this debate, I'm just going to fucking double down with my base because it's – People are going to love that I'm just going fucking crazy on Joe. I mean, they're going to double down with me. And at the same time, I'll pick up our Joe's base. And then maybe next debate, he's more poised. What do you think? What do you call him? That's what I'm calling. That's actually a very good point. I didn't actually think about that. But yeah, I mean, he didn't say anything in uh, any of he, his comments. I mean, I was reading an article today that it said some computer analyst or something else like that was saying that there was a spike in the air quotes, Proud Boys um, movement, what Trump said was fucking resonating with those people a lot. But at the same time, he also denounced them because they're like, denounce whoever you want to call it, the white supremacy. He's like, sure, no no problem. I'll denounce whoever the fuck you want. So he wasn't saying no to it, but also at the same time, he was reinforcing, like those people are like, yeah, I want to keep voting for him. So I would agree with you is the fact that he was definitely building his base. And he said, I don't think he said anything contrary to his base. Like there was nothing that if you're a Trump supporter, you were like, I don't agree with that. And then you're right. And then he made Joe make his base question. We're like, oh, shit. Do I really want to vote mm-hmm. for this guy? So that would be my thinking. Now, when we get to the next debate, if he tries to run him over again, I was obviously wrong. If he sits back so you're and thinking picks him that apart, he's trying I was to, obviously right. So you're thinking he tried to solidify his base and then get people on the fence between the two of them and then at that point he's just going to try to solidify the people on the fence by being more presidential in the next couple of debates i i think i'll be right is if you see in uh trump various social media i'll give you that one i'll I'll say i'm right if you see trump's social media start picking apart comments of biden saying 
he won't support that deal. Mm-hmm. Biden saying he won't support um, defunding the police because he said that multiple times. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. He said that yep. a bunch, which I was taken aback by because that was up. Yep. So, so watch on Trump social media. I I bet you see a video at some point of Biden saying he supports Black Lives Matter and the protesters, and then uh, like you know how like they'll split it from like then till now. Yeah. So I bet you you see that. And then I bet you they cuts it, and the next thing you see is him at the debate saying um, he does not support defunding the police, and he thinks uh, the the riots need to stop immediately, or whatever, however he worded it. I bet you see that shit. Well, that's what – I mean Trump made a good point about that, about the – he's asked Joe. He's like, have you reached out to the mayor of Portland? And Joe yeah, says nothing because not, even not even the moderator was like, um, Vice President Biden, you said that you're basically the – face and the voice oh, of the democratic party did you reach ha- out to him no have you reached out to him so if you're the head of the democratic party and he goes well i'm not currently in office well how can you be the voice and the head of the democratic party and you're not trying to advocate and or help your fellow mm-hmm. democratic party members makes no sense yeah. so that and then i thought so for my next said, point let me tie it all up i swear it's going somewhere I, I sometimes with you i don't know if it is dude tell me i'm not i'm you're not good making so sense. far you're good you're good so far i will I'll agree with you and then finally, he put a bow on it and goes, oh, we don't want to defund the police, Joe. Name me one um, law enforcement, whatever, I don't know if it's union or whatever term you use. Mm-hmm. Let me name me one law enforcement group that supports you. And Joe goes, I don't, we don't have time. And he goes, no, I'll wait. We have time. Yeah, I, I agree like, with no you that he was basically – yeah, which – I bet you he takes all those clips, runs the fuck at him on social media – and then he comes back the next one a little more uh, um, reserved. He also hit Joe with uh, – Joe was like – Joe screamed at him, you racist, out of nowhere. And then he's like, oh, uh, do you remember the uh, 1994 criminal mm-hmm. act that you signed? Yep. And then he goes, everybody Google it. Everybody Google it. He just attacked Biden's base the whole time while doubling down on his base. And I bet you the next debate, when the key states are up for voting – he goes softer and tries to win the key states. That's, That's just my prediction. Just no, it makes sense based, but at the same time, Trump's never been one that's kind of been cool, calm, and collective. I'm, soft by I'm saying softer for him. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. And calms down a little bit. But yeah, he definitely torn to Joe and he definitely, you know, I mean, picked apart. Look at him. Look at him last election when he was running against the Republicans. Dude, he was going so goddamn hard. Do you mm-hmm. remember how hard he went after Marco Rubio? He yeah. called Ted Cruz's wife ugly, basically. He was going so hard that when it came to the election against Hillary, he had one debate was super hard, and then next debate, he just picked her apart with one-liners. I mean, mm-hmm. picked her the fuck apart with one-liners. One great one-liner was uh, she was like, could you imagine having somebody with a temperament as Donald Trump as president? And he pauses and he goes you'd be in jail and that was it <laughs> like i i bet you does the same thing i bet you does the same thing well on that note then why don't we wrap this up and yeah. uh we can talk about it next time if that happens i want a job as a career politician and make I, do have to say, I was uh, watching shapiro today and you know he was i was cracking up he's like this was like the worst episode of jerry springer ever he's like because it was absolute chaos but nobody threw a chair and we still don't know who the fucking father is he's like worst episode <laughs> jerry springer ever and i was like that's so true i was fucking hysterical 
See that he's just so far right. <laughs> he would be so much better if he was just like a little down the but, more down. But I will say he does criticize Trump here and there. He, he will. Does. He'll throw fucking Trump and be like, the guys. I mean, whenever he did that interview on Rogan, he threw Trump under the bus. He was like, he's a fucking moron. Why does he, he do this shit? I don't understand why. It's just, so I'm always like, he's an idiot, and then he does something, and like turns it around in PR, and I'm like, is he an idiot or is he a fucking genius? Maybe he's a genius. Like, and he's playing the long game where everybody's how does like, he you know, turn he sets this all up. Old. Yep. So, all right, on that note, you got to give me a case of beer if I'm right about this, because this is such a goddamn long shot, but it makes sense. If it does, I'll get you a case of the uh, fear pumpkin beer. Mm. No, that would not be good. All right. So with that, I'm Adam Harris. He's Ken Miller. We good, pal? We out.